This is Dave Burnett, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the God's Family Plan podcast for July 10th, 2020. Today's podcast features my wife, Kathy, as she teaches on Jesus' ministry to, for, and with children. And now, here's Kathy. During his earthly ministry, Jesus was busy. He spoke to massive crowds. He discipled small groups. He ministered to broken, traumatized individuals. Jesus traveled from city to city. Everywhere he went, people followed him. They all wanted to touch him and be touched by him. Jesus was very busy. In the midst of all he was doing, parents wanted to bring their children to Jesus. The disciples tried to stop them apparently thinking that Jesus was just too busy to be bothered with children. But Jesus intervened. He invited the children to come near. He said, I want little children to come to me. Here's what the gospel writers had to say about Jesus and his interactions with children. By the way, in the original text, the Greek word used for children also means babies and infants. These verses are all quoted from the Passion Translation. In Matthew 19, it's written, Then they brought little children to Jesus so that he would lay his hands on them, bless them, and pray for them. But the disciples scolded those who brought the children, saying, Don't bother him with this now. Jesus overheard them and said, I want little children to come to me. So never interfere with them when they want to come, for heaven's kingdom realm is composed of beloved ones like these. Listen to this truth. No one will enter the kingdom realm of heaven unless he becomes like one of these. In Mark 10, Mark records Jesus' attitudes and actions toward children like this. The parents kept bringing their little children to Jesus so that he would lay his hands on them and bless them. But the disciples kept rebuking and scolding the people for doing it. When Jesus saw what was happening, he became indignant with his disciples and said to him, Let all these little children come to me and never hinder them. Don't you know that God's kingdom realm exists for such as these? Listen to the truth I speak. Whoever does not open their arms to receive God's kingdom like a teachable child will never enter it. Then he embraced each child, and laying his hands on them, he lovingly blessed each one. And Luke provides this insight in Luke chapter 18. The people brought their babies and small children to Jesus so that he might lay his hands on them to bless them. When the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents and told them to stop troubling the master. But Jesus called for the parents, the children, and his disciples to come and listen to him. And then he told them, Never hinder a child from coming to me. Let them all come. For God's kingdom realm belongs to them as much as it does to anyone else. They demonstrate to you what faith is all about. Learn this well. Unless you receive the revelation of the kingdom realm 
the same way a little child receives it, you will never be able to enter in. In all these passages, Jesus encouraged parents to bring their little ones to him, and he commanded his disciples to let them come. Jesus clearly demonstrated the importance of taking time for children. Note that Jesus didn't keep children at a distance. He invited them to come close. Scripture says he touched, embraced, and blessed them. Jesus clearly established that caring, kind, loving interactions with babies and children are a priority for him. He is our example. Positive relationships with little ones should also be a priority for us. No matter how busy we are, it's important for us to remember to take time to bless the little ones. In his comments, Jesus also revealed that adults can learn from children. In other words, positive interactions with children are not only a blessing to the children, but can be a blessing to adults, too. Additionally, he encouraged adults to be teachable like children. He described the childlike faith of children as an example of effective faith. He stated that this kind of faith is necessary to enter the kingdom realm, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. An example of the contribution children can make to the kingdom realm is shared by John when he described the story of feeding 5,000. This miracle is recorded in all of the Gospels, but John shared some additional details that demonstrate childlike faith. As the story begins, thousands of men, women, and children followed Jesus to an isolated place in the countryside. Scripture tells us people tracked Jesus everywhere he went because they'd seen and heard about the miracles and healings he ministered. The crowd was in a remote location. It was getting late in the day. Jesus knew the people were hungry. He asked the disciples about feeding the crowd, but they didn't know what to do. Philip said they didn't have enough money to buy food for everyone because his focus was on the problem and lack of resources. The situation seemed impossible to him. Andrew noticed there was one child who was willing to share his lunch. Andrew didn't know what to do. He didn't have the solution. But he had learned enough to go to Jesus. Andrew told Jesus about what the child had so generously offered. Here's the story as recorded in John 6. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish, but what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus ordered. So all of them, the men alone numbered 5,000, sat down on the grassy slopes. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and passed them out to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish. And they all ate until they were full. Now gather the leftovers, Jesus told his disciples, so that nothing is wasted. There were only five barley loaves to start with, but twelve baskets were filled with the pieces of bread the people did not eat. When the people saw this miraculous sign, 
They exclaimed, Surely he is the prophet we've been expecting. This was a miracle, as they say, of biblical proportions. Notice that it was activated by a child. Notice the child gave what he had, even though it looked like a puny gift that was not enough to make any difference. By giving what he had, a child set this miracle in motion. Jesus took the offering and gave thanks for it. He touched and energized the gift, transforming the totally impossible into the possible. Jesus took the offering of loaves and fishes, multiplied it, and the result was enough to feed the entire crowd with lots of leftovers. Perhaps the child who so generously gave all the food he had was blessed with leftovers to take home and share with his family. Most likely, this event significantly impacted that child. Maybe because of what he learned from Jesus, the little boy had faith to overcome lack for the rest of his life. Much can be learned from this miracle. The importance of giving offerings, including the value of giving thanks. The biblical principle of releasing faith and believing for Jesus to energize, activate, and multiply one's gifts so that every need is met. And of course, the biblical principle of demonstrating love for children, just as Jesus did, by respectfully honoring this little boy's faith and receiving what he had to offer. Remember that a child led the way. It's written in Isaiah eleven six, and a little child shall lead them. Another way Jesus expressed his love for children was by miraculously healing them. One example is the healing of a nobleman's son, as recorded in John chapter 4. Jesus entered the village of Cana of Galilee, where he had transformed water into wine. And there was a government official in Capernaum who had a son who was very sick and dying. When he heard that Jesus had left Judea and was staying in Cana of Galilee, he decided to make the journey to Cana. When he found Jesus, he begged him, You must come with me to Capernaum and heal my son. Jesus said to him, You never believe unless you see signs and wonders. But the man continued to plead, You have to come with me to Capernaum before my little boy dies. Then Jesus looked him in the eyes and said, Go back home now. I promise you, your son will live and not die. The man believed in his heart the words of Jesus and set off for home. When he was still a distance from Capernaum, his servants met him on the road and told him the good news. Your son is healed. He's alive. Overjoyed, the father asked his servants, When did my son begin to recover? Yesterday, they said, at one in the afternoon, all at once his fever broke, and now he's well. An additional example of Jesus' ministry to children is the healing of the daughter of Jairus. I'll share the story as written in Luke 8, but it's also told in Matthew and Mark. When Jesus returned to Galilee, the crowd was overjoyed, for they'd been waiting for him to arrive. Just then, a man named Jairus, the leader of the local Jewish 
congregation, fell before Jesus' feet. He desperately begged him to come and heal his 12-year-old daughter, his only child, because she was at the point of death. Let's briefly interrupt the story here because at this point, Jesus was interrupted. Jesus intended to go home with Jairus, but a large crowd surrounded him. In the crowd, there was a woman that was desperate for healing. While Jesus was focused on the woman's healing, Luke records that someone from Jairus' house came and told him, there's no need to bother the master any further. Your daughter has passed away. She's gone. When they arrived at the house, that is the house of Jairus, Jesus allowed only Peter, John, and Jacob, along with the child's parents, to go inside. Jesus told those left outside, who were sobbing and wailing with grief, Stop crying. She's not dead. She's just asleep and must be awakened. They laughed at him, knowing for certain that she had died. Jesus approached the body, took the girl by her hand, and called out with a loud voice, My sleeping child, awake, rise up. Instantly, her spirit returned to her body, and she stood up. Jesus raised her up. Jesus healed the little girl. Scripture clearly reveals that Jesus ministered to, for, and with children. He powerfully demonstrated that his miraculous healing ministry, just like his love, is for everyone. It's important to recognize that Jesus' love for children isn't gender-specific. Jesus is inclusive. Everyone has access to him. The love and ministry of Jesus are available to all, female as well as male, child as well as adult, all people everywhere, people of every culture, every language, every tribe, and every nation are loved by Jesus. As believers, our goal should be to follow our Lord's example. As his followers, we should be eager to serve as ambassadors of his kingdom to all those in our sphere of influence, everyone we encounter, people of every culture, every language, every tribe, and every nation. Our love and ministry should be available to all, including the little ones. As this message comes to a close, I want to thank you for listening. I decree and declare blessings over you and your loved ones this day. I believe for you to be fully equipped, enabled, and empowered to bless all those in your sphere, including the little ones. I encourage you to take time to bless a child today.